This is your Frederick Real Estate Update, a conversation about the regional real estate market with tips for buyers and sellers. Your hosts, REMAX Results, Darren Ahern, and Presidential Bank Mortgages, Terry Kernan. Hey folks, welcome back to your Frederick Real Estate Update. I am Darren Ahern with REMAX Results, bringing you nearly 20 years of experience in the Maryland and PA region. And I also have with me the man, the one, the only from Presidential Bank Mortgage who has so much awesome knowledge and advice, Mr. Terry Kernan. All right, buddy, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> you're not. You're not getting tired of these updates I, I'm and getting all this stuff. Up, all right. Oh man, you know what it feels like. I'll tell you what this feels like. It feels like Rocky. It's like Rocky Balboa. Remember, he's starting. We were, you know, doing really good and this and that, and all started to start getting beaten up, beaten up, beaten up. And then he goes back and Mickey, and he's like, "All right, you know, Mickey. Remember that guy? He was awesome. Yeah. That was some good acting." And he gets in there and he's like, "All right, you got this, Rock. Come on, come on." And it's almost like, it's almost like there's blood now. And we're feeling tired, and it's really kicking in. And now it's like, ah, do I want to wake up and do a mortgage in real estate no more for a minute? And then who's in our corner yelling, come on, man, it's all good. Mickey. It's our Mickey. And our Mickey are the buyers and sellers. It's our listeners. It's the, it's the people that are saying, hey, don't give up on us now. We need money to get a loan, and we need a realtor to buy a house so that we can have a nice white picket fence and raise our kids and have uh, great memories and turkey dinners. That's who's yelling at us right now, Terry. So that's our Mickey. So we want to thank all of our Mickeys out there for listening and supporting us. So I've got a trivia question for you. Okay, uh-oh. Which, in all the movies, Rocky movies that yep. Mickey played, um, there was only one scene when they showed his last name or gave his last name. Do you know what his last name is? Oh, I think it was when he visited the priest and he's standing outside and he's like, Yo! And he's some prayers, Father. Can, <laughs> it, was it when he visited the priest or the confession now, or something like that? I'll give that, you a hint. Or, right, it, was, give me a hint. it was Mickey's tombstone was the only time that you knew what Mickey's last name was. Uh, which one? That was after he died. And if you haven't seen all of them, Mickey did die. Back. Yes. All right. <laughs> wow. All right. I'm going to look for that. We're going to go for that. I can tell you. What movie? Which one was it? Rocky what? Uh, three, whenever four, five, whenever six, Mickey died. So. Okay. So we got to go back and check out Tombstone. It's going to have it right there. I know what it is. Do you want to know? Yes. What is it? Mickey Goldmill. Goldmill. Mickey's last name is Goldmill. All right. For all of our Mickey Goldmills out there, we're going to start calling our buyers and sellers Mickey Goldmills. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Rocky's a fun movie. That's a good thing to watch. So we got to watch that and get our muscles going and get us back in shape. All right. Let's get into it. We're not doing no inventory. No numbers right now. We've covered a lot of those because we're all about solutions. We're about giving you what buyers are desperately needing right now and sellers. And Terry, last week we finished up the program talking about arm loans. 315-1101. Let's talk about it. Pros and cons. 71. Oh, I'm sorry. I left a 71 after that. You tell me, what are the pros and cons? Why are arm loans going to be really possibly very advantageous for all of our buyers getting loans right now? So an arm is an adjustable rate mortgage, okay? And I just want to go over a couple of numbers. Just to, let's put things into perspective on where we were one year ago today sitting in this chair. Last week, we talked about a, a loan amount of $400,000. Okay. Okay. And let's talk about that same $400,000. That $400,000 loan one year ago today, and we're talking principal and interest. We're not talking anything else. Okay. Principal and interest, that loan would be $1,992 at a rate of 2.875%. 
Wow. 2875 was like the lowest, wasn't it? Was yes. that like the lowest? Uh, it got it lower, got but, but, I, but I was basing it, you know, one year. One year ago, a day, yep, 365. Yeah. That's good. What we're taking a look at is basically the one $1,992 principal and interest one year ago today. Right now, with interest rates hovering around the 7%, same loan, 2994 So exactly $1,002 more per month to buy the same exact house. So what does that mean? Basically, let's take a look at some numbers, okay? And this is why I believe that the slowdown is going to start now that we're kind of in that 7% range. It's that wow number, okay? It's the wow. So just around August 1st, you know, end of July, rates had come down. Rates were looking good. That same $400,000 loan at 5.25% was $2,540, okay? So it was still about... $550 $550 more, okay? But that's a lot easier to swallow than $1,000 more. So this is where it kind of leads me into adjustable rate mortgages, okay? Why are they important? They're important because it's going to help people with buying power. It's going to help people get a little more comfortable in their payment. A lot of people that sit in front of me, not a lot, every single person that sits in front of me, the first question I ask them is, where is your comfort level? Yeah. Yep. That's what's yep. your comfort level. Okay. So that's what we focus on and that's what we back out. Now, so an adjustable rate mortgage, basically we talked last week, and there's a three one, there's a one one, a three one, a five one, a seven one, ten one. Okay. The ones that I like to focus on are basically the seven one and the ten one because that means that They're locked for seven years with the initial rate and 10 years with the initial rate. So the first number you see is the three. That's three-year lock period. That means that your rate is locked in for three years before you have to worry about it adjusting. At that time, they're going to take what the cost of money is, and they're going to add to it their margin. Okay? So in today's environment, let's take a look and say, let's just take a look at a 6% arm. Okay. And a that six, could, a 6% arm. Okay. Good. A 6% arm. Okay. And, and let's say rates are at 7% and we're going to get a 7.1 or a 5.1 at 6%. Okay? okay. And what it's going to do is it's going to give you a lower rate. Let's say it's at a seven year arm and that rate based on the, um, the numbers that I just shared with you is at a 6% on the $400,000 loan, the principal and interest will be $2,731. Okay. okay. All right. So basically the almost 3000 down to, you know, you're saving about $263 a month. Okay. Okay. That's good. Now so, we're moving in the right direction. So what does that mean? That means for the next seven years, you're locked in at a payment that's $263 lower per month for the next seven that's years. That's a lot of money okay? to save. That is a lot of money to save. The big thing is what happens after seven years? Yeah, that's the big one. Here it is. Well, at any time during that seven-year period, you can refinance into a 30-year fixed rate. That's the thing. People, if they start to get nervous and panicky, like, uh-oh, this, ain't gonna, this isn't going to be advantageous. So, all right, so give a scenario where... 
that would be good for somebody to to now f- switch over and lock in and get out of that. Switch over and lock in to a 30-year fixed rate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, all you need is really rates to come lower than what your your fixed rate is, your your adjustable rate is. So if I so once it goes below that at any given moment, would you would you say yeah? You recommend doing that? Like don't wait, don't play Russian roulette. Don't wait as a buyer, as a, as a homeowner at that point. Go ahead and go ahead and just tap into a locked in position. So I would basically see what the trend is, see what rates are trending. Okay. okay? It's going to be very hard to talk somebody into a refinance. Okay. So let's say rates are at seven. Right. And let's say we level out at seven, but I don't think because we're going to get bumped up a couple more times that I talked about last week. But let's take a look and say, let's say rates are at seven and then the trend is we're in a recession. So they have to lower rates. Yep. Now that we're in a recession, let's say that this is the future. Okay. And this could be 6, 12, 18 months down the road, 24 yep. months. Rates will come down. Once they get to 6, don't feel compelled to immediately lock into a 30-year fixed rate. Let's see what the trend is and let's see where rates are going. I'm not going to suggest that you refinance right at 6% if we know that rates are trending down. We don't want to buy something that we know is going to be on sale 30, 60 days from now. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. We don't want to buy that rate at 6% if we believe that rates are going to go lower. How much lower? It all depends. Now, it's going to take us a while to get out of this rut that we've put ourselves in with these high rates and the high inflation. Um, so we will keep a look. But once you get to 6%, that's when we get serious and start looking at, you know, w- what are we going to, what's our next move? Okay. Good, good. What about this? Here's the thing I think a lot of buyers, this is something that I thought about. If I'm living in my home and I have a lower mortgage payment, I'm doing an armed thing and I don't know when to, it's, it's almost like an investment. Like, when do I reallocate? Like, when do I become more aggressive, less aggressive? How do I follow the trends and all that? I don't have time to study the stock market, my 401 and the whole nine yards. So what do I have as a financial advisor? You, on the other hand, do you have anything in place when you do an arm loan or any loan for um, a buyer where you're able to, I don't know, set something up on your computer or in their file that based on the path that was the best loan and situate mortgage for them at the time that they purchased, is there a way that you guys have something in place that already says if XYZ happens in the market, my, my now, which they would now be a seller, but my homeowner now um, I would want to reach out to them. I would want to, they're like almost like sending like an an immediate alert that says, "Hey, now's the time to do X, Y, Z. This is your next move for your mortgage to be the most beneficial move for you." And I've got to find great solution, and here's why. Do you have that? Is there an automated way you do that in place, or do you just say, "You know what? Every year, I'm going to call the people I did a loan for." And we're just going to reevaluate their life. We're just going to look at everything and have a nice cup of coffee together or evaluation over the phone and do a little checkup like we'd go to a doctor or a uh, financial advisor. How does that work, Terry? That's a great question. That's a that's a great question. So basically how we handle it at Presidential yep. is we have a unbelievable marketing department. Okay. You do. Um, you send out two dollar bills on yeah, birthdays that's, that's and notes that comes from you. <laughs> I got mine a month ago and I was like, Yes. Forget yes. about inflation. I just got a raise. I just got my $2 bill. I got bill. my $2 bill. <laughs> I'll put it with the other 30 of them I've gotten. I love it. So other marketing things that we have. <laughs> yeah. And we have an unbelievable marketing department. You do. They're run by Brittany and, and Joe and Erica. It's 
unbelievable uh, what they do, but we are set up so we don't have to think about your rate, your adjustable rate coming down. When rates come down, we get rate alerts. And I'll get a rate alert that'll say, you should probably reach out to these eight people or these Excellent. 10 people yep. all through our database. Don't even have to think, we get the rate alert, then we reach out to the customer and kind of evaluate what's going on and what they're doing. During this period of high interest rates, the rate alert that I've been getting is for people that had interest rates, you know, 15 years ago. Yeah, that missed the refi the, boom. That missed the right, refi Because boom. of various reasons. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we do get a rate okay. alert, and that Good. helps out tremendously. Because a lot of people, w- once they set up their mortgage payment and it's deducted automatically, it's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, okay? yeah. And you'd be amazed at how many people during this last refi boom that we'd call and say, hey, you got a rate of 4.5%. I can drop you down to 3%. And they'd be like, oh, I didn't even, you know, out of sight, out of mind. So, yes, we do have a program that does that, and it's awesome. That's it, guys, right there. Um, this is for our listeners. That is the great part. Not only are you getting amazing experience and uh, to go to work for you on the front end with what's happening now, but you have um, Supreme Customer Service on the back end to get alerts and to get advice and all that. And Terry, that's the kind of thing I do with real estate as well. Um, with a lot of my people, when they buy a home and stuff like that, at least, you know, I send out handwritten notes and anniversary cards and this and that and everything else and, and, and all that. One of the coolest things that people like is every year I try to send out a, um, an update and saying, hey, look, here's all the homes for sale in your neighborhood that have sold. And here's an update on your home and the whole nine yards. And just want to give you um, and here's some tips on winterizing your home better or getting ready for the summer or paying attention to this or that. And you know what? That's what people love. They love the fact that you're looking out for what's going to benefit them the most now and later. So, um, oh, this is the last thing before I get into my segment. Um, refinance. Obviously, that word got tossed out the window, but here's the crazy part. The the buyers now that are, that are you know, getting in at 6 or 7% now and stuff like that, that refinance thing is we know if rates come down one or two points uh, with the presidential election and just basically just simmering the market down and, and things getting better and inflation's lower and all of a sudden the moon and stars are starting to line up better in, say, the next year or two, is there a chance that buyers that are buying today will be in a position in a year or two to be able to actually refinance? I think there is that chance. Okay. Um, it will not be for at least 12 months before rates even think about coming back down. And this is my opinion. Yeah, yeah. That's what this we is want. also the guy that said that I didn't think rates were going to be above 4.5% in 2022. Um, a lot of people missed that. Well, Freddie Mac, <laughs> Fanny, Terry, I have a whole chart of like 20 companies with core logic and Eamon News and I literally have a chart of 20 companies and where all of them predicted where rates would be on December 31st. And here's the good news. All 20 of them lost the the Dynasty mortgage poll about three weeks ago. (laughs) Nobody's a winner right now. We did. Yeah. And and, and a lot of it was we didn't react as as an economy fast enough to the transitory slash or quote transitory inflation. So, yes, uh, rates, I believe, will come down for the presidential election. I don't think they're going to come dropping, you know, oh, no. much below 4.5%, but they will get back into a nice 
a nicer range, is my belief, I'll be during the presidential election. I'll be five coming up with an election, but who knows? You never know what that shell game can do down there. Yeah. Hey, the other big thing is, any other mortgage programs that you think of right now besides an arm or a buy-down, is there anything else that you can think of um, that is a good, also viable option for buyers getting a mortgage? No, I mean, just the regular okay. mortgages, yeah. but, but to get the lower payment, to increase your buying power, the, those... To increase your comfort level, yeah, and, and that's the big thing. You got to, we got to make these buyers feel comfortable what about with their grants? decision. We still got grant money. Yeah, we still, still got, got grant $7, money. Seven thousand five hundred dollar grant money, and the other ten thousand dollar grant money. The Federal Home Loan Bank of Call Atlanta. Terry. They got money still, grant money, we, right? Because if we're not careful, we get so wrapped up in the loans and the mortgage and this and what Powell did and what that did, and and all of a sudden we forget about the fact that there's grants and all that out there. So, real estate's still local. Here we go. Um, you're going to hear on the news that values are starting to go down a bit, and that uh, because of the higher impact of the higher rates. And the big thing, guys, is the bottom line, Terry just said it, affordability. We have found that the average mortgage payment from last year to this year is a whopping $1,000 a month more. Terry, that's $12,000 more per uh, month on that size of a home. So please keep in mind, guys, that real estate's local, county, zip code, community, not just the community you live in, but then it becomes which street you're on. Because which street makes a difference and it becomes very granular because it's the exact place if you're on a busy road or a cul-de-sac next to a stream that's in a floodplain versus down the street that doesn't need flood insurance, railroad tracks in your backyard versus the guy across the street that doesn't have a railroad in his backyard, landfills, high tension, power wires, the whole nine yards. That's the whole idea. Real estate becomes so granular. It becomes down to the box in the lot that you sit on. Okay? So... Um, I still predict, Terry, that any homes in our area, any homes under $300,000 or $2,000 a month mortgage payment as a whole, we're still going to see that grow coming up, with, even if it's just a mere 1% a year growth. That's my prediction. I don't think $300,000 and under, unless it's in bad condition, unless it's a rehab and needs a lot of work, then, yeah, that's going to come down. Nobody's going to want that right. because there's why. They're not going to have the money unless you're an investor. They're not going to have the money to put into it. And, of course, they're not wanting to do 203K, FHA 203K programs because those mortgage rates are higher or this or that or whatever. So I still predict 300000 under. Be quiet. Shut up. Roll over. Go to sleep. Don't even worry about your alarm clock. That one is going to still see some growth because if we see that that segment go down, that's going to be really bad. Three to $600,000, I believe, is going to flatline coming up or decrease by 2 to 5% within the next year over year. And I believe 600000 and above is already suffering a little bit. And they're going to go, uh, that's going to lose lose even more value. And if we go above 7, 7.5% 7 interest rates, that jumbo and that $600,000 above market, we could see that stuff lose 20%. You think so? I do that think big. so. Now, I couldn't have said that two weeks ago, Terry, but I can see it now. I definitely see it now. Um Okay, so the big thing is, what would happen if my predictions are wrong? Here it is. Ready? This is with inventory going up to 1,000 homes for sale. Will we see that? Nah, not anytime soon. Let me tell you what could do it. What would become a more balanced market at that point? That's what a balanced market would be. So 600 and up, they're going to be the first to crack. And like I said, anything in that under 600,000, maybe a 5 or 10% hit, maybe the, what we could maybe experience. But I think 20% or more and bleeding really bad is going to be six, dollars $700,000 and above. So what's going to cause inventory to go up to 1,000 homes or more, Terry? Trivia question for you. I'm going to play Rocky with you for a minute. Okay. All right. What do you think would be 
what do you think would cause inventory to go up over a thousand homes for sale in our area? Tell me what you think those factors could be. Demand would have to come down. Okay, a lot. Go a ahead. lot. Mm-hmm. And what would do that? And I think that um, you know, going back to fear breeds fear. What we're seeing is people are buying less objects, mm-hmm. and they're spending money on things like vacations and services. You know, uh, entertainment vacations and things like that. So I think we're starting to see the trend, but we're waiting with these rates increases, we're waiting for the unemployment figure to go up. And once that goes up, the demand will ease, I believe. Um, You know, if somebody's afraid of their job or their future or whatever, over the next 12 months, they're not going to go out and buy a house. Exactly. And you said two things that I have on my list right there. You said it. Job loss, high unemployment. If we get high unemployment, people are going to sell their home to avoid what? Foreclosure. Correct. Yeah, they're going to be like, look, take out the equity we got, take the money off the table while we got it, which by the way, like 94% or 95%, I just read, of all properties in the United States have positive equity. That's the highest ever. The percentage number, not how much money, the percentage of homes that have equity is like 95%. That is astounding. I know one of our listeners is going to call and say, Darren, how could anybody in the greatest red carpet rise of interest, you know, rise of values in the last three years ever happen? How could anybody not have equity in their property? I don't know. Those 5%, they may have refinanced and took out 110% of their equity last month. I really don't know what that's coming from, but I can tell you this. But that's still a strong number. It's stupid strong, which means if somebody got into trouble financially, medically, lost a job or whatever... Let's be honest, Terry. They may be two weeks away from a financial disaster because they don't have cash in the bank, but most people have ten, twenty, a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars or more equity in their home. They could give me a phone call. I could have their home sold in sixty days, and they walk out of settlement with a hundred thousand dollars in their pocket. Job fixed, baby. Let's be honest. You can live and pay bills and do okay on a hundred grand for a little while. Like it can float you pretty darn well, right? Well, I've seen situations where um, people have actually been in pre-foreclosure and they have a hundred, hundred and fifty grand value or equity. equity. Yeah. A- and, you know, something's telling them not to sell or something's and it's, it's crazy, but it does happen. You'd be amazed. Uh, I, I knew one person that they had about a hundred thousand and they let the house go to foreclosure. Yeah, the, yeah, the bank because they did quick. not know. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to do, and that goes back to what I always say: don't believe everything. That exactly. You call think. me and call Terry. You might be able to refinance, stay in your house. Call me. I'll sell it, and we'll get you something else, and you're going to be okay. All right, we got three minutes in the program. Here we go. Good answers, Terry. And panic. I put that in there too. If somebody's missing out on top dollar and they then the rush to the bottom before it gets worse, and I don't want to lose more money, let me sell now. That would obviously increase a lot of uh, inventory to go up in sales. All right, putting things in perspective, glimmer hope. Terry, I'm going to give some glimmer hope. Since 2019, values in our area have averaged 12 to 14 percent in the last three years. Amazing, and very likely went up 35 to 42 percent. Let that sink in. That's more than what happened in 2005 to 2008. Why? Rates, 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 free money, and a still what was seemingly affordability because so many people got jobs back with raises, which also helped with that thing called affordability. So in the next few minutes, let's talk about, let's revisit the growth. Oh, this is good. Let's revisit the growth. In 2013, guess how much values in our area increased? 
2.5%. Why? We were in a split market, and our wheels were spinning like in the mud, and we were still trying to get traction with home values going up. We just came out of the greatest recession. The train, like, tipped over. We got it back on the tracks, and we couldn't get it going in forward for a little while. So from the time of 2010 to 2013 and beyond, we almost saw no growth. So 2014 was 2.9%. 2015 was 3.3%. 2016 was 3.6, 2017 was 3.5, 2018 was 3.7. So guys, we were feeling good. We're like, yes, we're getting some growth. Things are getting back to normal. It's picking up. We're doing well. This is wonderful. 2019 hit and we went to like 7% almost. And it was like, hey, 7%. That's crazy. It, like, whoa, let me buy I, a house. I'm overpaying. Um, yeah, I'm that was overpaying. when it was overpaying. <laughs> because here's why. People's incomes weren't going up 7% a year, right? So now that's when that affordability began to slip away again. You get it? <clears throat> 2020, ooh, COVID, bad year. I hate 2020 for a lot of reasons. 9% though. I love the fact that my home went up 9% there, Mr. Producer. How's that? That was amazing. 9%. We almost broke double digits. And then all of a sudden, 2021, last year, 12 to 14% our area. And so therefore, what? That breeds 35 to 42% of growth. Wow. That's amazing. 42%, 50% in some places. Then this year to date, guess where we're at? We're at 9.1 year-to-date growth. Now, the golden question is, is that number going to continue to grow till December 31st? Or are we going to see values decline as a whole? And where are we going to land? Here's my prediction. I think we're going to land at 8%. I think we're going to come down just a tiny bit by December 31st when Santa Claus comes by. And we're going to land at 8% for our area. And we're going to call it a day. So, hey, guys, thanks so much for tuning in to your Frank Real Estate Update. Terry and I are here for you. Our information's coming up for you. Jot it down. Hit the like button. Slam it. Send it to loved ones. And we will see you very soon. Take care now and have a great weekend. Looking to purchase a home or refinance your existing mortgage? If so, Lawyer Signature Settlements is here to assist you with that process. Lawyer Signature Settlements is a local attorney-owned title company with over 100 years of combined experience conveniently located in Frederick, Maryland. We are licensed to conduct closings in the states of Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. With two attorneys on staff here at Lawyer Signature Settlements, we ensure the most thorough review process paired with affordable rates, accommodating scheduling, and outstanding customer service. So next time you need to place your signature on closing documents, call Lawyer Signature Settlements at 301-695-1235 or visit us on the web at www.signaturesettlements.com. We hope to see you at the closing table. Hello, this is Terry Kernan with Presidential Bank Mortgage in downtown Frederick. And the best way to reach me always is on my cell phone at 301-639-9244, 301-639-9244. Or you can always email me at tkernan at presidential.com. And this is Darren Ahern from REMAX Results. You can reach me anytime, 240-344-1713. Again, it's 240-344-1713 or at DarrenAhern at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Frederick Real Estate Update. We will see you each and every Saturday right here on WFMD at 11 o'clock.